Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The big story of the day is that Jalen Smith signed his big contract yesterday. We had the announcement. Looks like we're going to have Jalen Smith, the man himself, join us in the 1 o'clock hour from the field. KT will take a a wireless headset down there. We'll talk to Jalen Smith. Tell all your friends, all your Cowboy-loving friends, or just people that love good people in general, Jalen Smith will be joining us. So do not miss the 1 o'clock hour. Ben, I thought the 12 o'clock hour was the money hour. Now it appears the 1 o'clock hour is the money hour. Yeah, dude, the 1 o'clock hour is going to be the money hour today. And if you're a Cowboy fan, Jalen Smith should all, you know, you should already be a big Jalen Smith fan, but money hour rapidly climbing up to the top of the list. That is a very team friendly deal that he just took because he wants to be a Dallas Cowboy. Essentially, he sold six years of free agency, one restricted year free agency, five unrestricted years for $19 million guaranteed. $19 million guaranteed. Uh, If Jalen Smith gets to his fourth season of the deal, uh, and and that's big if he does, right? Yeah. He will then have in total money what uh, Demarcus Lawrence makes this year between April 15th and December 31st. Wow. How For about all that? all of those years. That's incredible. That's incredible. But, you know, that's one of those things, too, where we get into some of these jerry cuts and, you know, we've talked about Jalen being a guy that sees the benefit of just being a Dallas Cowboy. And because what a lot of guys don't see is what are your earning, what's your earning potential in your 30s and your 40s and your 50s. Emmett Smith is a mogul. Troy Aikman, those guys are moguls. They're making way more money now than they made in their playing days. And if you, because of business interest, and that's just the way that money continues to grow. And if you're smart and you have a business plan, Get your guaranteed money and then set yourself up for life. And for a guy who had a devastating injury when he was an amateur, he sees what happens when it gets taken away. There's, you know, there's several ways to look at this. I would love to get into what Jerry Jones thought about all this. And for starters, I really like this. It's clip number four, Shippy, because Jerry, as we've seen in his later years, tends to get choked up and emotional about things. Here he is getting choked up talking about Jalen. We have had the opportunity to have a player for the future that has never, ever complained. I've never heard in my personal visits with him first came in about, woe is me, I had a bad break. Because he certainly would have been in the very top of the draft when he came out. He has never complained. He has never wavered, never missed a workout, and he's never quit. Not one time. He is admired by his teammates. He is admired by uh, his uh, people he competes against. His story is one that I would have done anything to be sure that it could be a Dallas Cowboy story. Wow. Hey, and dude, I got to admit. I thought it was a huge mistake on the pick. Me too. I'm like, man, they try, they way overreached here. Yeah. They could have gotten him much later. And then as you know, you're following his progress. He was so full of sunshine and optimism. You're like, man, I didn't even know how to read through this. To, is are things really going well? 
or is he just happy to be alive? I can't tell if he's close to playing. And then he started playing, and it, the results weren't great initially. No. You're like, wow, man. He can't he, move. He's not moving very well. And then it all started to come together, and last year he was fantastic. But I didn't, I didn't walk away from his season last year going, man, he's the best linebacker in the league. I just thought, wow, he's – He's good. I thought Leighton might be better. Right. <laughs> and so, but as you're seeing, as when you've got, uh, you know, when you've got Dak asking for over 40 and Amari asking for over 20 and Zeke asking for over 15, money's going to get tight. He was smart enough to see how things were going to go, and he snuck in there. Not, I don't say that in a bad way. He, was, he wisely got in there early and got a piece of the pie before it was gone. But, you know, I, I just, I think it's fantastic. It's a great story. People do love him, and I'm glad he's going to be a Cowboy for a long time, especially as such a team-friendly deal. Okay, as we talk about people admiring him and all that and being committed to the team, it's obviously hard not to contrast that with Zeke, who is not with the team right now, even though he's under contract. We can talk about all the parameters of that. There's a lot of ways to look at it, but just in black and white terms, he's not with the team, even though he's under contract. That's a fact. So let's see if you guys think on clip number six, Shippy, is Jerry sending a subtle message to Zeke here? It is neat that Jalen understands that when you have a solid roster, uh, you have as many high-quality young players as we have, you have to allocate your resources wisely to keep and have all of those players. You have to do that. That's called team building. And I will assure you that this was about team. It certainly was beneficial to Jason. But I can assure you this was about team. Mm. He, he meant Jalen, right? Yeah, he did. I think so. But it's yeah. beneficial to Coach Garrett, too, even though he didn't mean it. Yeah, this is what the Joneses are, are trying to do. And I think the players or the agents along the way, I think – people have it misconstrued that the Joneses are going to go spend the money they save on themselves. They're going to mm -hmm. go on a shopping spree and buy a new boat. There's a cap and there's a limited pie. And so that has to be factored in. So what Jalen did was come in and do a very team-friendly deal. Other guys have done that before. Mm -hmm. Tyron Smith did that before. Sean Lee's done that before. Absolutely. Other guys have done that before and said, yes, I want to be a part of this. I'm willing to take less than I could make on the open market. If Jalen Smith stays healthy, the best thing he could do for himself financially long-term was not sign this deal, bet on himself, go get healthy. Somebody would have paid him a ton of money if he's healthy and keeps playing at this level for a couple years. But he got it out of the way and said, no, 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 I, before you spend all that money, I want to be here. Yeah. And you know the other thing, too, it's, it, you just get into how you look at things. Jalen's mother retired yesterday. He's getting, no matter what, if he blows his leg out today, he's getting $35 million. You know, this is where you get into, and I don't even know that the word is greed. Everyone wants to maximize their potential. I get it. This is life-altering money. I remember talking to one of Berea's buddies. Berea got a deal that was $16 million mm -hmm. and I, and to go play in Minnesota. And I remember talking to one of his buddies about it, and he's like, that changes your life forever. It changes the life of your family forever. Now, you can be crazy person and go spend it on extravagant things and run through it, but if you have a head on your shoulders, you can not only have your life change forever, you can then build empires. And for a guy with a business degree from Notre Dame that's smart, he is getting, no matter what happens, $35 million. So do you want to press your luck, or do you want to take your $35 million and go build an empire? Because you're getting that no matter what. Look at Nerland's Noel. 
Nerlens Noel, Noel wanted to be greedy or, and, or call it savvy. He was looking at the long term, and I don't begrudge anybody going no. for every penny they can get. Right. But he was like, hey, I don't want this bird in the hand. I want this bird in the hand and that bird in the bush. We found out that there's only a very much smaller, slightly injured bird out there for him. <laughs> and you know what? The, the other thing, too, is seeing this is seeing the whole field. This is seeing the big picture because, you look, you might be able to squeeze more money out of this, a lot more money. You might be able to do that. But when you take that much money, guaranteed, if you have any sense about yourself at all, you can turn it into so much more. Yeah. And, that, and that's, that's aside from having that star on your helmet. I mean, just go look at the amount of money that Roger Staubach made after his career. It's probably 500 times what he made. Look at what Troy Aikman made after his career. Three, four times as much. That little bit of money that you take now and you throw it in some, into some land, guess what that land's going to do 20 years from now? But if all you can do is go, man, hand me that football. Let's get in the club right now. You're probably not looking 10 years ahead. But guess what? You've got the majority of your life to live after you're done with your seven-year playing career. So if you have any sense at all, you can do incredible things taking a little bit less and being part of something successful, which goes to this clip, guys. Number seven, Jerry reiterates the idea is team over individual. The team takes precedent over, and that's, that is my judgment, the team takes precedent at a point over the uh, opinion or the uh, uh, demand of the individual. The team takes precedent. This was a team move that we are talking about today, a real team move. The team takes precedent. And I've got the backbone to, to uh, keep the keep it that way. Mm. Woo! Mm. Yeah, that's a stern message to Dak, mm. Amari, and Zeke. Uh, backbone. Look, you know, hey, uh, there's a limited amount of pie here. The team matters most. Um, <laughs> look, I... I, I, you know, I understand where Zeke's coming from, though, man. He's in a bad spot. And, you know, Zeke can't say, hey, listen, you guys say the running back position is diminished and it's not it's devalued. I get it. I want to, you know, to for my best business interest, for my long term outlook, I need to get the ball 50 percent less. I need you to not I needed to have half as many carries, half as many receptions just for my own personal business decision. The Cowboys wouldn't say, oh, hell yeah. No, no problem. They would go, what are you talking about? You're, you're our whole offense. We give you the ball on damn near every play. And, in fact, we drafted you to help our defense. So you're making our quarterback look good. You're keeping our defense off the field. You're running into, you know, crowded boxes all the time. We're, it's so predictable. But you know what? You're still our human battering ram. You know, the, the Cowboys would never go for that. Yeah, yeah, we'll sign you, but we'll give you the ball half as much. Mm -hmm. He's got to look out for himself. And, yep. and, dude, it's the smallest amount of difference. I mean, he's he's going to get paid peanuts compared to Dak anyways. Right. I, I, I honestly think a lot of this is directed at Zeke because he's not here. Right. So, But I think the majority of it is directed at the other two. I don't know how crazy the Zeke's demands are. I just know that if the Cowboys are willing to go 35 to Dak, 20 to Amari, and 15 to Zeke, and they're not here, then we must have issues with the years or guaranteed amounts because those are more than fair. Yeah, I agree. And then the other thing, too, is like, it, I don't, I could be wrong. I just don't think it behooves Dak to 
go ahead and play this year for $1.2 million or two or either. whatever it is. I, I, You know, I'm sure there's some money people out there that could say, oh, actually, no, what's going to happen is this, this, and this. I'm like, why wouldn't you want to get all that money now? The, I don't. the over-the-cap guy, uh, I believe his name is Jason Fitzgerald, uh, but the website over the cap that he runs, and all he does is focus on salary caps. And he was like, honestly, you start looking at guaranteed money, though. Dak is about to be in a position where if he does get franchised, we're talking close to $30 million, all guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So that's, again, where it comes down to what are the guaranteed. Because he can sit there and go, okay, well, I'll play this year, and then I'll get the endorsements and all the other crap on the side, mm-hmm. and then I'll get a playoff roster bonus and all that stuff. Right. And then if they want to tag me, then I'm going to get 100% of my deal guaranteed because they're trying to – get 50% of my deal guaranteed or 60% of my deal guaranteed or whatever it is. So right. that's where I think that's where I think the holdup is. It's uh, I think it's pretty yeah. clear that the holdup and in, in the Dak deal is that Steven and the guys are not giving them a good guarantee. But I think Dak means more to the Cowboys than he would out on the open market because of where they are in their window because mm-hmm. it's time to win now. But, dude, most people yeah. in the league think he's a 15th to 17th to 18th best quarterback. Most front offices think, all right, is he the 13th best? Is he the 18th best? You know, what? What is he? If Dak was totally out there and an open free agent right now, I don't know that anybody would be looking at him as going, wow, a top three quarterback available? A top five quarterback? No. I don't think anybody, oh, my God, Mahomes is available? Let me have that. But I think he means more to the Cowboys than he does on the open market. Absolutely. Uh, And I I think you're right, Ben. I also think someone would step up and pay him a stupid amount of money. They wouldn't pay him the money he's asking for, but I bet he'd get close to 30 just because everybody overpays quarterbacks they always do and that market keeps going up up and there up, are teams up, that are going to need quarterbacks whether it's tennessee or tampa bay or even oakland which would be in vegas like there are some teams that are having some you know years with Mariota and winston some other teams that could you know go find who need that guy and who would pay him okay so if that's the case just being devil's advocate then if there's a huge market out there if teams are ready to give Dak close to what he wants what could they get back via trade? Not that they would because they're in the window and they've got control of them, but if they said, okay, that's fine. Boy, there's a team out there that wants to pay Dak 35. Uh, they would think he's the court. So, so if that's the case, then they'd be willing to give up multiple first-round picks, right? Probably just one. I don't think anyone's right. giving up multiple. That's what I'm saying. Because you have to sign him to. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, the, the interest out there, it's, 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 he's way more valuable to the Cowboys than anybody else. Nobody else. Is, is that is saying, oh, my God, here's our savior at the quarterback position. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.